What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Taco Tech Podcast. This is where Tori Hoppy and myself, Johnny Sanquist, talk about fintech trends and tacos. I mean, what's better? What and and white claws? We will keep plugging want? white claws until we get sponsored. Next episode, we need to have some white claws and begin the recording. Cracking one Cheers open. Me. Agreed. And just make it a part of the show, I think. Yes. Now we need to figure out how to get those without, you know, having to wear a mask and seven layers of clothing before we can go outside. But we will figure this out, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Does Amazon have like a dash button for those? Is that still a thing? Gosh, I hope so. Just like touch a button. Yes. White claw supply. Replenish the white claws. (gasps) I love it. So, um, we could talk about White Claws for this whole episode, but we won't. We're going to talk about crisis communications, which I think is on everybody's mind right now. Definitely. So um, communicating with clients in a crisis, um, and not just clients, I think, you know, also like your partners, centers of influence, coworkers, hell, like even family and stuff, right? Like, yeah, these types of uh, things we talk about think can apply to a variety of different relationships. But I've been writing stuff about talking to clients specifically for like how advisors can be thinking about that. Um, and uh, I think to start off with, number one thing that I think about is just to focus on being proactive, right? Um, yeah. Make your conversation and your communication, something regular and something consistent so that people expect it. And you're not just always reacting to like a super bad day or whatever, right? Like you don't want to be the person who pops up just when things are going wrong. That's not cool. Then people like start to dread. Yeah. So I think like a big thing. Yeah. So I think a big thing um, when I think of relationship management is that constant communication. You shouldn't have to reach out to your partners or your clients when something you said, if you're doing something really good or if you're doing something really bad, Um, there needs to be constant communication. Um, One thing I really love to instill with the partners that we work with is that you're going to hear from me at least once a quarter. Like that's standard. Like you, I'm going to check in. We're going to have a deep dive of how the partnership is going. How you think our relationship is, is faring. What can we do to get better? But in that three month period, you're still going to get emails from me. Um, Hey, just wanted to let you know, um, you know, we've, we've been seeing this much traction with your, your, your advisors, um, or, Hey, like we're, you know, I think it's really important that you need to be, um, in constant communication. If you are, um, technology partners of like, if you made an update on your end, make sure your partners are aware because they, they could see something on their side that looks funny because they haven't seen it before. And if you don't give them that heads up that it's coming, that could cause some panic on their end. So you're always coming, kind of wanting to keep that panic level down. Um, and two, you don't yeah. want your name associated in their inbox with something bad. Right. Um, so I, you know, I'm constantly reaching out to our partners and just having conversations with them. And especially in this time, um, you know, it, I, I just checked in on them. How are you guys doing? Is there anything that you need from us? 
um, and kept it as an open-ended question. Um, and you know, a lot of the, a lot of their feedback was we're all fine. We're great. Thank you so much for reaching out quick, easy. Um, and then we, we also did, you know, again, I think all of us have been receiving them from every company that we've ever plugged our email into are those letters of, you know, so many, um, but it too, it's, I think yeah. it's um, reassuring to get that. Um, so we did send um, communication out to our, our partners, letting them know, like um, we are still up and running. Our team is fully remote that we haven't missed, you know, there hasn't been a glitch in transition from work in the office to work at home. So I think that reassurance, especially in the business that we're in and trading, especially at this time frame is really important for our our clients and advisors to hear from us to let them know nothing has changed on our end and to keep that communication so we might have only been talking once a month or once a quarter and now we're kind of on a weekly check-in like hey just making sure like you guys are okay the system is okay um, and is there anything we can do for you i think it's really important just to have that just human contact make sure people are okay yeah what you said about just checking in and ask, how are you doing? And just let that be it. And just, yeah. Yes. Take the, have the courage to just be human with people, be personable and just relate to them on that personal level and not make it all business all the time. I think that that is a, just a huge, hugely yes. positive thing that you can do right now. Um, yes. Don't make everything about business. Like we as a society need to be thinking about, everyone as an individual and not as an employee at this point. We Mm -hmm. are all in this crisis together. Um, Whether we want to believe it or not, we are all in this together. Um, And some people are faring better than others. You and I are very lucky. We have family and spouses that we're kind of locked down with, but there's people out there that are by themselves um, and, you know, tackling this alone and mental health is huge right now. So that little email that you send out to them of how are you doing could be the difference of a rainy, cloudy day in their world and change it to something better. So I highly encourage everyone to just reach out to five or 10 people and just check in on them, make sure that they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that can be really impactful right now in the, the crisis comms sort of standpoint is to use video more when you're communicating yes. with people, not just an email. Like if you're an advisor, you know, prop up your smartphone and talk to people. And that's really relatable. And it's great to get your face out in front of people and make that emotional connection through that way. And the yeah. video is also being used uh, in so many interesting ways right now. Like Redtail did like a full company, like trivia. Yeah, trivia night. Yeah. See this? It was incredible. Yes. Like Redtail has got such a cool culture, like Brian uh, McLaughlin on down. Everybody there is just super. And oh my gosh, we have a dog in the podcast. <laughs> yes. Told you. Welcome to the wildness. If you're listening to the audio only version, <laughs> you should head to the YouTube channel and watch the video so you can see Tori's dog. Yes. <laughs> Steal my <Incredible>. snack. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, again, the power of video right there. Like, Yes. And talking about Redtail. Incredible. Redtail and power of video, right? All in one. It's perfect. (laughs) So yeah, do you uh, you have anything more to say about that or you want to move on to our next segment? 
Um, no, I think you're right. I think video is going to be huge. That connection between two people or several people. Um, I, I joked about doing those, you know, happy hour via zooms. Um, but it's actually helped a lot. Um, even like, I think you and a couple of us had hopped on, we were going to do like a viewing of a a movie and that didn't work out. So we ended up just doing trivia for an hour or so. And I think like just taking someone's mind off what's going on around them for just an hour is going to be super helpful. And once we come out of all of this, I think that deeper relationships are going to be built on how you have reacted to communicating with your clients or advisors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. So next thing we're going to talk about last segment for today, take a wider look at things how's the country going to change after COVID-19? Yeah, I, so I'm really excited to see what technology pops out of this. I think people have, are starting to get really creative in what they're doing. Um, in the last, you know, down market, um, a lot of our favorite businesses or co- companies popped out of this Slack, yeah. um, VRBO, um, Airbnb, Uber. So I'm excited to see what comes out of this. Um, A lot of people, like I said, are getting creative and figuring out um, where there's market need. Um, I, you know, you're seeing a ton more of these online grocery stores pop up. Um, I would never have imagined that we would need something like that. Um, you know, I, I used it out of sheer convenience on, you know, Amazon prime and with whole foods or whatever, but now it's like full markets, um, are coming to, to you. Um, so I think that's really exciting. I can't wait to see kind of what our industry is coming up with. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see what technology is coming out of it. Yeah. I think it's cool. Some of the tech firms, um, aren't releasing new products, but they've, pivoted a bit to offer up some things for free i think that's been a nice yes. um, move advice and navaplan has made their client portal free for i think like the next yeah. year uh or yeah. an advisor has made some planning tools free too so um yeah i think that's and, just like and red tails doing all of the um, red tail use virtually all summer yeah, and cool. they're all free to free for everyone so yeah i think you're right i think this whole pivot to digital um, access for the advisors for technology to get them through this um, is going to be huge. And again, that's only going to benefit their clients in the long run and make and and deepen those relationships that they have with those advisors. So um, it's, I think it's great that those, those companies are taking that step to make sure that clients and their client and their advisors clients are taking care of during this time yeah i think that that all plays into what i'm interested to see when the dust settles which is how many companies are like really going to embrace remote work and what commercial office space looks like after this like a lot of tech people especially have the opinion that offices are dead everybody's going to stay home and be remote and everything. And I think that that perspective is a little bit like bubble shaped because it's so simple for a lot of tech people to work Mm -hmm. from home. So I think there's a bias uh, in perception and I don't think there's going to be a massive shift. Like I think there'll be some companies that that maybe adds more flexibility to it, but I'll be super surprised if it's like, yeah, we're giving up the office, everybody, you know, stay at home. And I think there's a lot of people too who 
don't like that. I think that this is actually a bad experience for a lot of people yes. for when they're first working from home. I think you are, you're on the right track. I think that the businesses that were already thinking about going full remote, this has pushed them to the point of like, we can do it. We yeah. don't need that office space. I think this is going to allow companies that have always flexed in, no, we need everyone to come in every day. That's part of the company culture. Um, this time is giving them proof that that that's not necessarily the case. It's whatever infrastructure you've placed into the company. Um, so it's going to loosen those reins of like, okay, like we will allow company uh, employees to be remote certain days of the week or whatever. Yeah. But I also think it's also going to allow these companies to really look at it and say, Hey, like we don't have to just have that position here in the office. We can open it up remotely, which is going to give them a huge candidate base now. So I think that's where the shift is going to come is that these companies might ne not necessarily give up their office space, but be more attuned to allowing work from home or have a remote employee. Yeah, and I hope that happens. Like the more flexibility and trust you can invest in employees, I think that business culture improves yes. because of that. Yes. And also I think this has been a great like continuity plan test for people. Like this oh, is gonna inform for sure. like disaster plans uh, and, and make yep. those a lot a lot better and a lot more complete. Yeah. So there's gonna be some positive. Yeah, you never think you never think you're going to need that business continuity plan. And no. here we are. I've, literally, I think everyone has had to yeah. use theirs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, on the possibility scale of everyone shutting down their offices, I rank that two out of five tacos. Yeah, I think you're right. Two, two and a half tacos for sure. Okay. So that wraps up episode two of Taco Tech. Everybody remember to hit that subscribe button so you can catch up with more episodes we have coming out soon and we will see you next time. See ya.